Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is episode 104. I'm your host, Kat, and with me as always are Caden and Austin. Hello, guys. Howdy. So on my... Hey, that's my word. Jinx, you owe me soda. I guess it is kind of a Texas thing, isn't it? <laughs> you forgot to say uh, partner, though. Tired, in need of a good soaking bath. Maybe a good cannibals to slay. I don't know. Just in one of those types of moods. I'm feeling pretty good. Nice, nice. What about you? I'm doing good. It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a good week. Got my sleep schedule back in check. I've been playing the forest with y'all and have a good time with that. It's a, you know, it's been pretty decent. So you haven't been murdering or, you know, just, to, you know, kind of just going slightly insane. Just a little bit. No, 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 not yet. When you uh, start off as insane, though, it's fine. You barely notice a difference. <laughs> right. Trust me. Well, uh, besides the insanity, uh, what have you guys been playing this week? Uh, the oh. forest a lot. Yeah, point of the forest. I've been picking back up uh, Borderlands three. I saw that. Um, yeah, I saw that yeah. too. I yeah, asked you they to have join a... me. Yeah, you didn't want to play. That? You didn't want to play the forest with us because you were too busy playing Borderlands three. Oh yeah, he like I was on at seven o'clock. I'm like, Caden, where are you? Caden, where are you? And he's like, <laughs> What day? Because I went to bed really early one day. It would have been. Um, what day was that? Was it Friday? Was it a Friday? I think it was Friday. Hmm. Yeah, because Thursday, was it Thursday that we played online with Jason and Rob? Yeah. Yeah, so it was Friday. Time is an illusion, or so I hear. No, it's not. I get paid by the hour. <laughs> Time's not an illusion. <laughs> Time is what keeps things going. Time is what makes me paid, so. Time is what makes you go insane. Just ever slightly go insane. Again, when you've already been insane. Yeah. So, uh, Kat, what's happening over on your podcast? Oh, well, thanks for asking. On Spoiler They Die this week, we are releasing an episode on Carol Cole. He's a he, and he's uh, a lot of words that I can't say without Arturo having to bleep them out. So, gotcha. Enough said. But yeah, that releases on Monday, or by the time this releases, I guess it will have released on Monday. Well, cool. I'll, yeah. have, to, I'll have to check that out then. Interesting story. Yes, like they all are interesting stories. Yes, yes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> like the gentleman that goes on too long. Well, my mustache here brushed in the year eighteen sixty-two. No, whenever I try to sound smart, I feel like 
you know the Devon's Little Family Guy, or, Sha- or uh, Peter's like, hmm, yes, shallow dander. Because <laughs> he hears someone else say those words. <laughs> I well, barely, I barely watched any Family Guy, so what? I don't. Yeah, I'm more of a Simpsons person. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> what makes See, you say that? Your, um, your other members of your family. Oh, yeah. fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> the great wall of Simpsons stuff. And see, there's I a wall? am like above all of that. I'm like Rick and Morty. I'm like, yeah, there's Ta-da. a wall. I need to see the wall. Ta-da. Yeah, they, they've got the a new episode. That one was trippy as balls. Balls. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was. Right, well, it was pretty bad. <laughs> so it was like Rick and Morty, face suckers, alien predator. Like you have to watch it. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I'll have to check it. I still need to finish the last half of this season. But uh yeah, are we ready for news? Yeah. Yes, we are. Welcome to Austin's new segment of News Delivered. Wah, 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 wah. That didn't make any sense, bro. It's not making any sense. That was not grammatically correct. What are you, my English teacher? Maybe. Get off my back, Mrs. Williams. Get off my back. Yes. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are letting this insanity ensue because I was just, I was done. I needed a little bit of this in my life. You're going to get the news taken away. <laughs> <laughs> or am I just going to get promoted to general executive? <laughs> That's it, Austin. Give me, give me your news hat. You're done. No. Use Manthadora. I can do it, boss. Just give me one more chance. I got to make the front news. I I'll know you what I tell right. my daughter. Story. You have one more chance, but this is your last yeah, chance. You, you get one more chance. <laughs> That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible coming from here, too. That I am losing this chance. Basically, welcome to Austin's news segment here today. Recently, Anthem developers have begun trying to figure out what went wrong. What was that one guy's name? Chris Anthem? deep voice he just did that really good stuff anyways Uh, but but basically they had a recent update uh that brings good news and bad news so the good news is there's that the game anthem is still around from bioware right like everybody remembers anthem you guys remember anthem right nope i remember it was released i if i remember correctly i think their servers crashed as soon as it was at full launched and then no one ever played it ever again because it wasn't good. Well, wow. What an astute definition. Very, very good on <laughs> on that. I didn't even remember that, ladies and gentlemen. But basically, the Bioware wants to let you know they're still here, but it's like kind of twitching. It's kind of like that dead cockroach that that's just barely surviving on that floor. Uh, basically, the update comes from Christian Daly. He was formerly the franchise development director for the live services of Anthem and is now the studio director at the Bioware Austin, which, uh, from what I hear, has an incubation team. Do you guys know what an incubation team is? Because I don't know what an incubation team is. I believe that's a, a name given to a team that bas- that, that goes in and figures out what's wrong they they go in and figure out what went wrong with a particular project they go all the way to back in the experimental and prototype phase and the you know the design phase of the um 
of the game development process. So it, it seems that they're it seems that they're getting a team ready to try and figure out where they screwed up and how they can avoid those screw-ups in the future. So basically they're just they're starting from scratch, it sounds like, because having an incubation team, I mean, it's and it, it sound it had a lot of promises. I don't know about you guys, but Anthem had a lot of promises and Bioware kind of smudged it. I have a confession and so, to make. So what? I've never played Anthem. I never played Anthem either, but okay. I think that's the whole rub of it is that there's still like Anthem's still out there, but no one's playing it. Because we're too Does busy playing make... the forest. Right. Yeah. That's, no, that's I, the... <laughs> I, I don't see this as them trying to revitalize the game. The game's dead. I, I think that Bioware has accepted that fact. I think what they're trying to do is I think they're trying to see how they screwed up so that they can prevent those groups from ruining another game that they try and release. Because Anthem well, was a pretty big flop. Yeah, like I heard it was a... was a pretty big flop. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, yeah, basically. Just about, basically. But uh, but that's the thing, you know. They're talking like, hey, it's going to be all right. It, we're just going to make better choices. And we need the constructive criticism. That's literally one of their quotes. And I'm like, well, c- congrats, Like, the game sucked. The game bombed. And it did not have as large of, like, a density with, it th- with regards to gamers. It just didn't well, so take off. Yeah, Bioware is one of my f- favorite uh, video game de- development companies. They made Mass Effect. They made Dragon Age. They are one of the you know revolutionaries for their you know dialogue tree and the different um paths you could take you know a you know a more rude and aggressive sort of character archetype versus a more kind of passive and heroic uh sort of character archetype you know re- re- reminiscent of the paragon and renegade trees of mass effect so i don't I don't completely blame them. If I remember correctly, they were under a bit of pressure from EA to get Anthem done. But I, again, I could be completely wrong, so don't necessarily quote me on that. Maybe we should just quote you, Caden. That way I can <laughs> further contempt. You're guilty. You're guilty. But yeah, hopefully Bioware learns its lessons from Anthem. Hopefully they'll make better choices in the future. And hopefully we don't have empty expectations when it comes to their newer video games. Does that sound like a good judgment call? Yeah. Do you know, uh, what, next. Do you know what other game is really disappointing? Your mama. Uh, no, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is amazing. No. It is glorious, but they have had... A new anti-cheat software. So, and I, I mean, I'm pretty sure this has reached people around the world by now. But basically, Doom Eternal now has kernel mode anti-cheat. What is kernel mode? Basically, Crowley. it's like, what now? What? <laughs> cream corn? Oh cream corn? Cream corn? Cream corn? No, I didn't say cream corn. Cream corn. Mm, delicious. 
Anyways, what about the corn? For Colonel? So, basically, Colonel Corn or Colonel Mo. <laughs> God oh my darn God. it. Now I'm going to be thinking about cream corn all night. I'm sorry. And it's all because of you jerkwads. But basically... It's okay, so... Oh, okay. Go ahead. It's basically, it's just something at the basis level of programming. It's like the most like basic of basic commands in any type of software where, you know, if you're watching like a guy on an evil villain, like trying to, I can hack the system and explode nuclear bombs everywhere. Right, he access like computer code and he hacking through that stuff. Right, that's what it basically is. It's just the most basis part of it, and they design the anti cheat mode so that way people can't mess with the basis of the code. But it comes with its pros and its cons, people. Which one of them, from what I understand from a computer standpoint, and I'm addressing this to Caden because he knows this crap better than I do. He knows way more better than I do. <laughs> yeah, but he's basically. A one of the cons of getting the the uh, kernel mode is that you're not able to read certain settings in your own programming. So, for instance, I guess one of the bigger issues is that people were not able to check the temperature of their CPU. Now, Caden, in your professional opinion, what what does that mean? Does that mean like so, oh whatever you can you can like check on it later or holy crap the system's about to blow? No. So what what they're saying is that there are certain what what this is doing is it's running in kernel mode. So it has full, it basically has God privileges for your computer. And what it's doing is it's checking for certain drivers and certain programs uh, that are running either in, you know, in the kernel or in, uh, you know, other device, you know, device drivers. Uh, this is, you know, checking for uh, any cheat software that is running in kernel mode as well. So there are there seem to be some programs like some uh, certain programs that allow you to check the temperature of your CPU that the anti cheat seems to flag as 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 a vulnerable pro, a vulnerable program or a vulnerable driver. So what it does is it just goes ahead and says, no, you can't, no, you, you can't play right now, or it disables the uh, driver. So you can't access certain things while you're playing the game, or it just doesn't let you play yeah, the game basically. at all? Yeah, basically. Basically. Okay. It, do, it doesn't seem like it affects much, although the couple things that does seem to affect, people aren't happy, because especially those in the gaming community, a lot of them are computer enthusiasts. So while they may not know a whole lot about computers, they like to play with it. They like having as much access to you know, their their programs and whatnot as possible. Yeah. So when you start taking those away, they don't get happy. I don't like when people take away my toys either. Well, right. So I believe that they're working on this at the moment, and they're working on a fix for it. Though they're taking they're taking a very firm stance on this because they don't want to run the risk of People get trying to get around their anti-cheat. Now, is this foolproof? Absolutely not. There are still ways to get around this anti-cheat. Um, it just requires a lot, a, a few extra steps that most people aren't going to be trying to, trying to do. Uh, now, this is this has been compared to Valorant's anti-cheat, uh, which is the Valorant Vanguard security driver. There is a difference between the two. So this one, the Denuvo anti-cheat, 
or uh, yeah, it's the de nouveau anti cheat. Only runs when the game is active. So it starts up as soon as you launch the game, and it stops whenever you close the game out. This, while it's harder to program, program and harder to get right, it's, in my opinion, you know, preferred. Uh, but it is different from Valorant's Vanguard system because that one begins as soon as your computer starts up. Uh, so, and that's why, for instance, whenever you install it, it requires you to restart your computer uh, before you can actually start playing the game because it has to, you know, get in there and uh, actually start working from startup. Uh, they've stated that they're not monitoring anything on your computer or they're not collecting any data. Uh, that happens outside of multiplayer matches. They're not trying to maintain the integrity of your system. Uh, they've also claimed that it does not block cheats, game mods, or developer tools. It only detects it. So I'm guessing that if it detects it, then the game itself handles whatever occurs whenever that flag is you know sent. And, so yeah, basically, and, well, basically, it's just people don't want certain crap on their computer that they can't control themselves. Is that what I'm basically understanding? Kind of. So That's... some people have some people have described that they've had some performance decreases since then. Um which Wait, increases or decreases? Decreases. I was about to say like, oh my performance increased because of your security software. Oh if Thank I said you. increase, I apologize. <laughs> I meant decrease. Um <laughs> so yeah so they seem to so some players have Claimed uh, performance decreases, though I haven't found any other articles that state that concretely. And keep in mind, these are a bunch of reviews on Steam. It seems like, yeah, but yes, I many players. It's like many players are are also thousands. upset. I'm sorry, thousands of people, isn't that right, Caden? Yeah, uh, as of according to this article, uh, about four thousand as of now. Oh my god. Like if I had that many reviews, I'd be like, okay, I need a new social media manager. <laughs> like somebody well, handle yeah. the issue. Mr. President, nope, nope. Sign it to my secretary. Sir. This is just even more incentive for me not to ever try to play Doom again. Okay, so part so several people are getting upset because it's you know, they're you're adding software on my computer and I don't like it. Man. Most games out there that have multiplayer using anti-cheat nowadays. I know of at least two now that use kernel mode, and I can't remember if the easy anti-cheat that Ubisoft uses for their games like Rainbow Six Siege has kernel mode or kernel privileges, but I'm almost... I, I, I'd put a bet that it, uh, that it does. Um, and and to, go, to go a little more into kernel mode, I promise this will be brief. It's basically... Again, it's basically you get god privileges. You have access to everything on the system, because that's what everything communicates with in terms of having to actually communicate with your processor. So there's a, there's something in the IT world called protection rings. So you have rings zero, which is uh, kernel mode. Oh, that's okay, you have access yes. to everything. You have rings uh, one and two, which are where your device drivers usually go. And then you have ring three, which is where all of your user applications go. And that's also usually where user privileges will come in. That's that's what you usually interact with. Device drivers are there to kind of be an in-between between the actual kernel mode and the user applications because you don't want user applications to have access to your kernel because that is a big vulnerability and that could give people access and 
allowed them to do some really nasty stuff. See, I would just change it so that way, like, every time they push, like, their phone number or some other type of, like, sensitive security information, I would just have it type a different number. Austin, fix the problem. (laughs) Um, If for those worried about it being vulnerable, it seems like they have, you know, gone through the hoops to kind of, you know, Check, check it and make sure that there aren't any major vulnerabilities that can give people access to the kernel. They also seem to be following Valorant's Vanguard uh, tale in where they're currently in the midst of setting up a bug bounty program. So that's where they're offering a uh, an amount of money uh, as an incentive for people to try and break it. That way they can find out more vulnerability flaws and patch those and inevitably fix it. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, uh, people actually. Some people will actually make careers out of doing bug bounties. Huh. Yeah, can you know how much money you'd be making off of that sort of information? Like you providing them, like it's a lot of money. But you only get paid uh, people... if you actually break it. Yes. No. I mean, yeah. Usually, the company yeah. basically, uh, assuming <laughs> the company deems it worth their time. Uh, there was one person. I cannot remember their name to save my life, but attempted to contact, I want to say Microsoft? They try to contact some company about a big vulnerability. And usually it's a formal, it's a formality to give the company 90 days to, you know, confirm and fix the, you know, fix the issue before you go ahead and release it to the public. They basically told her, we don't consider this an issue, and, you know, basically, please don't contact us about it again. And so she got irritated and decided to just publish it on Twitter. And I believe she got into a decent amount of trouble for that. Yeah, I'd imagine. So that's been, that's been my little security spiel. Security spiel over. My two cents. <laughs> use protection. Always use protection. Yes, use protection. Giggity. Oh my goodness. I know, so terrible. And now I just want to move forward with our lives. Yeah, speaking of breaking things. What? Oh, you're so terrible. It was a good one. (laughs) So terrible. I was was in... Oh, Caden. You've become my number one enemy. Sorry. (sighs) Balls. And now it's ruined. Just like the video game store. Anyways, anything else on the news docket? That's, that's yes, what we're trying to something. get to. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there is something on the news docket, Caden. What is it? But basically, Grand Theft Auto Five giveaway that Epic Game Stores was having, it crashed the website. Yes. When that crap became free, oh, it was game on. It was like a piranha tank. Just Hopping it on and just, just dang, gosh darn near broke the darn store immediately after it went through. Right, even though the game's seven years old, well, seven years old, to do with the game and being people old. went it's because there ape. was a massive amount of downloads. I would imagine. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it it just it was just insane. The fact that they had to put out the five hundred five errors, right, and that they experienced 
like slow loading times, the crashing. And there was even some people who experienced like language changes. I'm, I remember reading somewhere where one guy was like, he was blowing through it. And then all of a sudden everything changed to Spanish. Oh, kind of like, like when we first started this the, call and you were both speaking Spanish to me and I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. But oh, that's the fun. thing. He, he'd been switched to Spanish. Like after trying to access the game and access everything, everything switched to Spanish inside the store. So he's trying to like figure out where do I buy the darn thing? What's the send button? Yeah. Well, so, so one, the, the, the 500 errors are what the server automatically pushes out to people whenever you know, certain things that happen will trigger those errors and it'll send it out. Like for instance, you're most people are familiar with error 404. That's what happens if you type a bunch of random keys into the search bar because you're attempting to access something that doesn't exist. The computer uh, cannot find what you're trying to access, and so it just throws that out. And yeah, when when servers get flooded, they do really weird stuff. Computers are very dumb in their nature, and when they get swamped, there's a high risk of unpredictable behavior occurring, and that sounds about like what happened before, you know, I'm assuming this all happened before the entire store crashed. That's just so exotic, though. Like, such a, you know, such an odd, odd issue to face, yeah. you know, with the smoothing That's, out. Like, I mean, there's really no way they could have. I don't think they imagined that that many people would hop onto that. Even then, I don't think you could really prepare for a surge like that. Like, how much, like, like in Canada versus America... How much was the Grand Theft Auto game when it when it first came out seven years ago? How much was it? Like sixty bucks American? Full price, and... so yeah, about no, sixty. No, I wasn't gaming seven years ago. <laughs> Lame. And even if but I was, it, was it just... wouldn't have been GTA. But that's the thing: is GTA Five, and that sucker, like it's fun. That's what it really is. Is the most updated fun of fun. And if something that was once sixty dollars all of a sudden becomes free. That's like basically saying, hey, I got free steak here from a cow. Come and get it, fellas. It's all fresh and cooked and rubbed and all done for you. So it's the perfect steak. Just come and take it. And you're just like, well, am I going to pass it up on that deal? Oh, the guy's handing out a free steak. It's the same thing that these guys did. They handed a free steak to the people. I don't accept and the you from strangers. Ape. So. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, um, Comparing so comparing the free version that was just released to its full price counterpart after seven years really isn't a fair comparison because most game most prices on games tend to drop, especially after a seven year time period. And yet like right now it's thirty bucks the, on Steam. They broke the site. What does that tell you, Caden? It's not like, oh well, you know, whatever, free game. No, it was like, holy crap, GTA five. I'm not for saying free? it's not still popular. And that's I'm, the, what I'm saying the, is you can't really compare it to its you know, to you can't compare it to itself whenever it was full priced. It'd be more fair to compare it, you know, granted, saving thirty bucks on a game is still great, especially with the fact that they gave you like a million GTA dollars, which will get you like two cars and a gun. I'm but. just saying it. It if you hand the people a free steak, they're gonna go ape for it. No, like 
no matter if it's seven years old, they're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, free steak. Really? Because they've released several free games. And on yet Epic this Game one Store. broke their site. What, just, what, where's the difference in variable? It was a very popular game when it came out. A very popular game. I feel like this is this is a moot point at this point. Because yep. no one's going to be able to download it. So, Well, they have <laughs> fixed their issue. I mean, there was a recent update as of the 14th that they're smoothing things out, right? They're, you know, opening the site back up a little bit more. So they think that they've gone in and redone it. So that way, they're, you know, there's going to be a, you know, a multitude of people being able to access this computer game. So please, people, do not give up. The, the hope, there's still hope for a free stake. A free stake. So when does this free stake deal end? I think it's already ended. I, th- I can check real thought quick. Thought I saw the twenty first. No, it was the twenty first of May. Yeah, so that's is it? Okay. the day that this episode releases. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry, y'all. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Wouldn't the twenty first be the last day then? Uh, it doesn't say that. That's when it ends. Usually, if they okay. It's free 20th. until it's free until the twenty first. So until the end of the day on the twenty first. So when you people hear this, and it is the twenty first, please don't give up hope. But if it's after, give up hope. It's done. You will not get another free game. You probably will. It's it's COVID season. Oh, I guess. And so. it's epic. They do at least two free games every month. Speaking of epic, shall we move into the most anticipated thing the entire night's been waiting for? Bad time. Oh, actually, bath I second time. that motion. What bath time, ladies and gentlemen, is the most important? Part yeah, you got your rubber day. ducky. Baths are gross. Yeah, you I do have a rubber ducky. Thank you for asking. He's made of likely you know, a little ducky with you know devil horns. Well, you bathe. You bathe, and you're just sitting in like your dirt, watery dirt. Not if you shower first. Duh. That's what called being. Clean. What's the point of taking a bath if you shower? You shower, you get all the filth off, you hop in the tub, you put some bath salt, you light a candle, and you say, namaste. I would Screw rather lay that. in my bed. I'm going to go take a shower and then lay in bed. I'll yeah. get just as relaxed. and Probably more relaxed. Half the water. Because I don't have yeah. to worry about getting out and drying off and then being cold after. If you use a bath bomb, then you have to clean out the tub and it's all pinkish. That's why. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh let's see. God. What's that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Caden, what did we play this week? So we played a fantastic game known as The Forest. It was released May 30th, 2014, so it's a bit of an oldie. It was developed by End Night Games, or End Night Games. I'll try to enunciate a bit more. End Night or End Night? It was released on PlayStation 2 and on the PC, and it is a survival horror game. You basically play as Eric LeBlanc. Who after, uh, who after his plane crashes wakes up on an unknown peninsula. Now you have to find a way to survive in the wild, hopefully with a couple of thunder buddies with you, as you attempt to deal with cannibals, dist- people destroying your fire and zip lines, and finding your son Timmy. First of all, first of all, I have to say, Eric LeBlanc is this game Canadian? Is <laughs> it the- like? That's the only reason why I would I would assume someone picked LeBlanc or LeBlanc French. sounds it's French, French to me, but yeah. Yeah, but how, like you know that they have French people in Canada too. They also have right, French Canada? people in uh, France. And yet we still have two different type of French. What? 
your thought process is so flawed there, Austin. So flawed. Yeah, it works out in the end. No, it doesn't. But that's the only thing I had to address was just LeBlanc. So that means like his son is named Timmy LeBlanc. So did anybody try to find Timmy? Biden. <laughs> no, um, no, screw fun Timmy. fact, I, I got started building, and then I just kind of forgot that there was an actual plot. Yeah, so did I. This is one of the only <laughs> games that I have come across where I didn't really care much about the storyline. Actually, this and... Uh, uh, Save Decay. Yeah, that's But fun. at least this one has a bit more of a storyline. It definitely has more of a storyline. I didn't a care about messed it, up storyline. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, so... Again, it's a survival game, so your goal is to inevitably try to stay alive by crafting shelters and fires to make food and stay warm, as well as killing people who try and kill you or killing creatures for sustenance. Yeah, what kind of creatures do they have in this game? They have boar, they have boar, deer, deer bunnies, like, uh, birds, sharks, lizards. great whites. Yeah. Like, where do you find a great white in a shark, Bob? I don't know. I don't know where I or find a great white in a, in a forest. Probably on the beach. Yeah, by the ocean. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in and, like, take on a great white shark in its element. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, be, like, punch it the nose. Weren't you there when we found the sharks on the beach? No. Yeah, he was. No, yeah. he wasn't. I showed he had just up joined. after you guys left the beach. Yeah, and but then, someone, right. some, there was someone carrying a shark. And I was also trying to sure. activate... What was the uh, application? I, it was called TeamSpeak. Yes. Much better than Discord. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But yeah, so you'll, you can also find equipment that makes it a little better to chop stuff with. So like you can find a modern axe that makes chopping down trees faster. You can find a katana, which makes chopping down people faster. And a chainsaw, which also makes chopping down trees faster. But it doesn't increase fact, your strength. No, it does not. But fun oh. fact, there's also other people with you on this island. They are known oh. as cannibals. Oh, Why are they known yeah. as cannibals? If you don't know what cannibalism is, Google it's it. when people eat people. Oh. And then See, no, this the game... Ru- <laughs> you ruined the premise now. They, they were going to find out later, Caden, about the cannibals. I thought this was supposed to be a thriller jumper game, right? Where they... Fly around the trees like oh. flying squirrels and just it's after, still scary even knowing. I was about to say, even after knowing that they exist, it still terrifies me. Especially the mutant ones. There's ones that are made of arms. Uh and beyond that, I haven't seen any, but I believe that there are more than just that. Oh yeah, there's definitely a lot of them in this game. And the and the the beautiful thing about this game though, too, is the map. Like if you are, have finally obtained the map later on in the game. It's massive. The fact that, you know, it has such a complex system of, you know, collecting, gathering, building. Like, you can build customizable buildings in this game. Like, it's insane. Like, I I remember we were playing uh, with Jason and Crowley, and we were, you you guys saw it go up to four stories. You You mean Jason and Rob? Was it Jason and Rob? (laughs) It's it's Jason and Rob from the... Smoking and drinking in space podcast. I'm telling. <laughs> oh no, I'm in so much trouble. That was yes, almost Rob, as good I as the totally time. Forgot Rob as, was there. That was almost as good as the time when you uh, confused Gene Simmons and uh, Richard. Simmons. Gene Richards. Richard Simmons. 
Is it Richard Simmons? Yeah. I thought it was Gene Richards. I don't know, but yeah, it was funny. No, besides that funny fact, it's still a good game. And playing it, I saw the guys build like this freaking four-story like building, customizable. It must have taken thousands of logs. Like what was the amount last I checked? There were over 2,085 hey, logs. I don't know, but I helped design it, so. Yeah, Chateau de Locke. Sorry, sorry, Chateau du Locke. I didn't pick the name because if I did, it would not be nearly as appropriate. <laughs> or Scottish. And if you want to find pictures of this, uh, you can find it on our Discord that you can find by either going to badgamersanonymous.com or uh, to creativebraincandy.com. And it looks like Alderaan has posted many, many pictures as if he is attempting to sell the house. Or sorry, to sell the, the chateau. <laughs> I'm on the market for Chateau de Locke. I helped design it. <laughs> you don't get a portion of the cut, Cat. You're you you didn't work on it half as hard as they did. But she worked she worked plenty hard on it. You're the one who dipped out after a couple yeah. hours. That is true, but I also have quitter. Other designations in my life. You don't even talk to me about other de- designations because I win when it comes to that. So you have a 160 pound dog that poops in your bed like whenever he has She's a nightmare. She's got two kids. I got two kids. That trumps your dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know how big this dog poops? This dog Do you know how poops. much attention children need? <laughs> this is a Great Dane. A Great Dane's literally a Velcro dog. He thinks he's a lap dog. What? I have families. That ha- I have family members that have Great Danes. Well, it's then not... you should understand. I do. He's a cuddler but and a children. Pooper. Cuddle pooper. That's it. I've invented the term. Oh my God. Oh, it's like oh. arguing Patton with Aust- a child. Patton so- Austin of Bad Gamers <laughs> Anonymous. Cuddle pooper. So moving on. Um, yeah, thank you. There are also survival mechanics in this game, uh, as you'd expect. So you have a hunger and thirst system. You got to eat or else you get hungry and start taking damage. Uh, and you got to drink or else you get dehydrated and take damage. You also have a stamina bar, so sprinting, uh, whacking with either a stick, a bone, an axe, whatever, that requires stamina. I don't think jumping takes any stamina. It does, because you can't jump when you don't have stamina. That's okay, true. So, okay, so jumping takes stamina. And you also have a basically a tired meter. So if you... Been working all day, chopping down logs. You get sleepy, and the way you increase the, the way you refill this is either by drinking a soda, uh, or just eating anything that provides energy. Eating food to make you full again that'll give you a little bit of energy, and sleeping uh, will raise your energy meter to max and also progress to the uh, next day. Also, if it's in the middle of the night, sitting in front of a fire. If you build a yeah, oh, really? That will too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rock that definitely helps when you're actually the in the wild. And we can oh, I didn't on realize it. that. Hmm? I never, okay. <laughs> so, but basically, like, the overall survival mechanics are quite impressive. It does. I like the way they're done. And it's, well, yeah, it's, it's really nice, especially since, like, from where I'm from, I, I'm from, like, the backwoods. And when you see, like, real information being provided in a game where it's like, hey, you need to stay, like, this is the first thing you do to survive if this ever happened. And it's very spot on. I mean, granted, the customizable stuff, 
that 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 you know, I I still like that actually building the the fancy houses, the the traps that you can leave for the freakish cannibals and mutants. Um, but it's mostly important because most of the information in this game is quite accurate. And from a survival standpoint, you you actually do kind of learn like what you need to do to survive in the woods. Like you need to find protein, you need to forage for fruit uh, to keep yourself hydrated and full. Uh, you need to keep a fire so you don't freeze to death, get clothing for specific weather temperatures. Uh, if you go in the water and you come out at night, uh, you know, if you don't get warmth or, you know, anything time soon, you start to like actually freeze to death in the game. And you can like, tell because the edges of your screen look frozen. And it ices up and you start to slow down a little bit. Your stamina gets a little lower. And if you are if you don't make a fire or you burn something like a torch or you wrap a piece of cloth around your, your axes and light it on fire, you're, you're going to freeze to death and lose and take some damage. Like it's some real information. That's why I really appreciate about it. Yeah. No, I... I'm not a fan. I'm not that big a fan of survival games because a lot of times I find them kind of boring. But I, I actually kind of like this game. Uh, there's also you have an enormous amount of stuff you can do. There's a lot of options that it gives you. So I don't think there was any time when we kind of felt bored. Uh, making the structures could be kind of monotonous, but I think the cannibals, especially if you've been really aggressive with them, kind of help break up some of that monotony by giving you some extra stuff to do, and plus messing around with friends also helps yeah i tried to play this Which, game by myself it was I not do it. it was not it was not fun at all no. yeah i this is definitely one where i would almost say it's a requirement to have friends it it's not but having other people there a makes it a lot easier to build stuff because you got more hands and you can make it a lot more efficient and it also just is better with friends it's one of those games where it's not going to be near as fun playing it by yourself and see, the best part of having the multiplayer as well is that you can you don't all have to stay in a group. You can literally designate people for specific groups. You can designate one group for log collecting and storage. You can designate another group with hunting and protein. And the beauty of it is, is that it's all communicative within the game. You hit the Q button uh, and it activates a radio that you can speak with. Or you can obviously do what we did and join like Discord and play the game through that way. Or Caden, when he explained what TeamSpeak was. But it, it also, it just, it's just that much more fun. You can be like, hey, Caden, let's you and I go out and fight some cannibals and find a modern axe. And then Jason and Kat can be like, okay, we're going to like chop down some more logs. We're going to build like Chateau du Lac, right? You know, like make a nice big building to, to house like bedrooms and chandeliers made of skulls. And it's, it's fun. It makes it really unique to this game. Rob was the architect, not me. Yes, he was. I was just the visionary. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say is that this game looks pretty dang good, even on medium graphic settings, which is what I was playing it on, because that was default, and I didn't want to try and fine-tune it to my stuff. With that being said, this game will re- this game is one of those where it does require a dedicated graphics processor. Yes, those who it don't know, does. So that's a GPU. Or, From experience, cat. Yeah, that, that's a GPU. Some laptops will have it started on. You need to check to make sure it does. Uh, and if you have a desktop, you probably have one in there. Hopefully you have one in there. 
Steam recommends as a minimum requirement an NVIDIA GeForce 8800 GT. Don't ask me what exactly that card is because I think that's older than my knowledge goes. But yeah, so long as you have some sort of dedicated graphics card, you should be fine. And a, I think the minimum spec for a CPU was a dual core processor. And I think most quad, quad core quad cores will handle this just fine yeah it definitely has a lot of features in regards to the settings as well like if you actually go up and you you visually change things you can also change like cheap mode you can change tree regrowth so you're not like taking out so many logs and then you're thinking oh crap I've deforested an entire island system what have I done I'm a monster no you can just you know replenish your stuff slowly but eventually, you know, you get your trees to regrow back, your the respawning of the, the proteins. You know, it's not like you've desecrated everything. And you can change that in the settings as well. I'm not entirely sure how, but I know that you can. Yeah, so you can go into gameplay settings and change some stuff up. One thing I would also recommend is if you go into the graphics settings, you can change your color to it's like M. A134 something or other. It's like MX131 or something along those lines. You can see something way like that. better at Something night. with an M. Yeah. So it, it, it brightens it up during the night and it makes it to where you don't have to use the lighter to look around. And it's really helpful because one of the things cannibals are attracted to, besides, I think loud noises will do it. Bonfires. Lights. So from fires and lighters will do it. And then um, de- like just general deforestation will do it. So messing with the environment makes them upset. Yeah, I wonder why. Because now they can't have their wicked, crazy fun. Oh, God, that was the creepiest part of the game. Is it when you're running through and a cannibal spots you, you just hear this creepy, creepy friggin' laughter. Like kind of like one of those children toy laughters, like Chucky, right? Like, <laughs> you're just like, get the frig away from me. I got my modern axe. I'll light you on fire. So Kate and I were playing before we actually started recording, and uh, uh, I joined, and it was nighttime, and I was trapped in the airplane, and I had to wait for Kate to come get me, and there was cannibals that found me, and they were hiding under the airplane, and I could just hear them giggling the whole time. It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It is a terrifying, like that's the beautiful part is of this horror survival game is it, it, it doesn't give you short, especially when you go, uh, for me, it was like the caves. Oh my God, the caves in this game. They're not only like deep, I'm talking like maps upon maps that you can't even see. Like if you don't navigate correctly, you could end up like dead. And it's just creepy when you're like a little lighter going down like this tiny tunnel by yourself and you start hearing the cackles from a distance and it echoes. So that's what makes it worse. It's very realistic. And you're just like, I swear to freaking God, if it's a jump out, I will slay it or quit this game, whatever came first. I mean, I think like one one person said they pooped their pants. It was so scary. I don't remember anyone saying that. I'm pretty sure I said that I should have gone pee before we started playing, but that was when we and you were just playing. (laughs) 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 Oh my my sweet Jesus. To my knowledge, there really wasn't any music, and the sound effects are 
decent. I mean, they're nothing so, to write home about, but yeah, there they wasn't were fine. there wasn't music except for the title menu. I think you know setting up the game and whatnot. But you know, there was also like you know the the quietness. Oh, that's what that's what also tripped me up was that when the wind blows in this game, like you know the sun rises, it's very realistic, and you're just like okay. This is just kind of creepy by myself. Creeps you the shiz. Shiznizzle. Shiznizzle. What is shiznizzle? Uh, yeah. Shizzle and nizzle. Even, I don't even want to touch that. What? Um. <laughs> in terms of difficulty, I never messed around with them. I just went with the default normal. There's peaceful. There's normal, hard, hard survival. Which, from what I've been told, actually adds some new survival mechanics. So, there's a weight uh, attribute in the game. And in hard survival, whenever you are eating, you have to monitor your calories. If you burn more calories than you take in, you start losing weight. And I believe you also can start losing strength after a while. And then creative mode, I'm assuming, is... Sandbox I mean, mode. It's, it's, yeah. it's basically sandbox no, no, mode. Not you get to, yeah, yeah, you beat the game, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah, you now can you, can just, after... you can screw around. You can, like, change the light settings. You can change the animal settings. You can do whatever you want to that the game. Yeah, but, and you can only get it after you've completed the game. Because, yes, there is an ending to this game. You have However, to find Timmy. It is very <laughs> easy to get distracted, so I would, I would definitely reckon that it's... Uh, gonna take you a hot minute to actually finish the game i don't even know where to go to find timmy yeah like <laughs> i haven't even tried like i got to like the point in the game where i'm like okay i've got my meat i've got my alpine i want to see what else i can do and then you're like what was the whole point of this again like why was i in that plane crash i don't know i can't even remember wait who is timmy <laughs> i spent so long uh, trying to get my my computer an actual computer setup instead of using my laptop that i screwed around with it so much i don't even care about the storyline at that point and then when i actually started playing i was playing on other people's so when you play with somebody else on their account you don't play as whatever his name is leblanc who has to find timmy when you go start you actually sit on a different part of the airplane yeah and then you just you get to see the other visual of the creepy freaking cannibal picking up timmy no, you oh, don't man. see that when you're a passenger, or I guess you're yeah. all passengers, but... No, like, like like when you jump in, right, and you're joining a host's game, uh, and you don't press the space bar to skip it all, but you can, like if you don't want to rewatch it a hundred million times, then you get a different perspective of the plane, yes, and you also get a different perspective of when the cannibal comes in to kidnap the passed out Timmy, right? It's, it's just a different creep factor. That's all I'm going to say. Like, if you actually are able to see that, oh, yeah. You're just like, man, what a creepy m and Yeah. No, it's... I I really like that opening cutscene because it really... It definitely did set the mood of, congratulations, you... Yeah, you you got other people deal, to deal with. They are not happy that you're on your their island. Welcome to survival camp. A hyuk, a hyuk, a hyuk. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but instead of goofy, you're you're greeted by a cannibal. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. What if Goofy is a cannibal? I heard he is. That's Conspiracy how he can just talk and speak. 
Like he turned cannibal on his own kind, and that's why he's like one of the few dogs in that like you know Disney World that can speak. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Austin, what are your final thoughts on this game? My final thoughts is that it's a great game, especially in, in the perspective of a survivalist. It goes way above my expectations, you know, and normally, right, survival games can be slightly smidged, just slightly, right? Like, you know, they have a, a what? What does smidged mean? Just a little bit. Yeah, okay. you know, okay. like sm- like know. a little lie, like a little white lie or a little, like, stretch. Like, hey, you know, this is what it's like to be in space, but here you're going to fight monster aliens to survive. Kind of like one of those things. But in this game, yes, there was a few unrealistic building skills, which, you know, that, that, that adds some really nice surprises. I mean, they even add, like, a hang glider later on in the game. If you find the blueprint, you're able to build a hang glider and basically fly around the map of the game. Like... One of like one of the easier ways to travel. You don't have to face like crocodile eatings, you know, or you know, boar attacks. It's just very good in attention to the details. Other than that, you know, and the fact that it's also regarding the Latin names, I really can appreciate the the attention to detail, especially when in the in the survival book that you're given, the creatures you discover are saved in the book, but it also describes the Latin names of those creatures. That's attention to detail that that really pulls it in for me. Uh, and you know what? The creativity is only limited by your imagination when it comes to, to building and surviving. Like, my God, like, if you check out the pictures in the Discord channel, uh, it's, it's insane at how much level of creativity they went. They've built a four-story, like floating on a on a little pond house is just incredible. It's really awesome. It's just better than Minecraft, in my opinion. That's, of course, my opinion. And the best part is I haven't even finished the game and I'm still enjoying it. And I don't want to finish the game. Why do I need to find Timmy when I'm just like, hey, I'm surviving. Woo, I'm having a blast and bl- making like head bombs out of cannibals' heads. Why would I go find Timmy again? Did you say head bombs? Yes, they make they. There's actually a, a design that if you go far enough, you can take a head, chop it off, fill it with like explosives, crafting it into your inventory, and it's an exploding like head bomb. Like it, like it flashes red for a little bit, like its fuses going off, and then it explodes. Oh, yeah, I guess it's probably it's probably a little late to mention this, but. To all of our non-adult viewers, this is definitely a rated M game. So if you want to get it, please check with your parents first because it is definitely brutal. It is definitely graphical. And I would not recommend playing it if you get squeamish whatsoever by Blood and Gore. Yeah, it is pretty bloody and gory. I mean, we also mentioned cannibals and like chopping off limbs, eating the cannibals' legs so that we can stay somewhat alive, but slightly. Yeah, it's, not as, it's not as graphic as like Mortal Kombat, but the subject matter is definitely very dark. Oh yeah, it definitely goes to a dark level. And that's that's the other part. It really successfully fills that bill. And you know what? It gets my heart pumping every time like I go playing that game. I love it. Eight out of ten. A few tweaks to some of the stuff, in my opinion, which 
of course, like this game's too fuck for you know freaking great to like build your houses and slides. You can get a slide in the game. You get a turtle shell, and you can slide down. Is like the fastest way to travel in the game. Okay, I tried that and it didn't work. What? Yeah. You 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 tried to, you got the the. I uh, had a turtle shell and there was a slide, and and I tried to go down and it wouldn't work. What? No. Jason and Rob were there. Ah. Uh. No. True oh. story. Ah, oh, breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. Sounds like a you problem. Well, you know, it's not a, a me problem. Kat, what do you think about this game? I liked it. It's great. Uh, the graphics, once I could finally play it on uh, not a laptop, were really, really well done. The storyline, for once, I didn't really care about at all which was interesting because I'm usually very storyline heavy when it comes to games. I love that you have the freedom, though, to do whatever you wanted to do, and building stuff was a lot of fun. That was probably my favorite part of the game. Honestly, I don't know how much I'm going to be playing it after this just because it's not something that I'm going to play on my own, but certain people wanted Same. to play. I would play. I'm still... So I would play The Witcher over this game still. <laughs> but you can only play it with your friends. That's the whole point, is that you're out with your friends eating cannibals together. Yeah, but my friends... Well, some of them play games, but most of them don't. Do you have friends? You do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, that actually is a surprise. Kat, please tell us more about these friends. I do another podcast with one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so what would you rate this game? Um, I'm going to say probably about a 7 out of 10. Okay. Okay, I see. Steal my rating. Okay. That's fine. No, wait, no, wait. 6.9. Oh, there you so go. Low. Nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Rounded up people. No, it's a 6.9. 6. <laughs> what about you, Kate? Rounded up. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, I'm not that big of a fan of survival games. I've played a few in the past. It's just, it's one of those genres that doesn't really vibe with me but i kind of like this one i like i like the horror aspect of it it's fun and exciting but i also like that it's not constantly trying to pelt you with it it gives you it gives you some a, a break in between waves the premise is enjoyable i really like that it doesn't try and hold your hand with tutorials because it seems like a lot of games nowadays want to explain everything you move with this button you jump with this button Hey, by the way, if you hit someone with an attack, it hurts them. No. And while I'm sure that helps little Timmy, who's six years old and just picked up his game for his first time. No, Timmy got kidnapped. Most people. I'm sorry? No, Timmy got kidnapped. Oh, that's right. Sorry, little yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, then he turned into a cannibal. <laughs> little, yeah, little Jimmy, who just picked up a controller for the first time. I'm sure that helps him. But for most of the gaming demographic who are pretty experienced with it it just becomes needless and unnecessary in my opinion um and i also really like that the fact that you can just do whatever you want you're not bound by any hey you need to do this in order to progress you need to do this in order to level up oh yeah it's you're like a god in survive. this game like you're you're you once you learn the basics you're like a god you're like hey i can become god to the cannibals let's just paint myself red and they won't attack me hello right. yes wave to the cannibals wave yeah. to the cannibals <laughs> yeah i like how the cannibals are done 
I really enjoy the crafting and building mechanics. I think those are really well thought through. Albeit, I hate the fact that I could destroy zip lines with trees. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> but it's also realistic. And the, the game does... The yeah. Uh, the game does do a good job at capturing that kind of realistic survival aspect. But it also doesn't feel like it's being shoved down your throat. I still feel like I'm playing a game... And it struck a really fine balance that a lot of games try to do and don't usually pull off. So hats off to you. Uh, I mean, overall, I'd, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. Not the best game I've ever played, but it's definitely one of the ones that if you've got, if you've got a few bucks to spend on the game and you're looking for a game to play with friends, this is definitely one to check out. Definitely. But yeah. Uh, and next week, we'll be reviewing... Cat, one of Cat's favorite games. Oh, yeah. Breath of the... Oh, wait. Wait, no. Hold on. Go on, game. Why Uh, why you got to tease me like that? (laughs) Okay, sorry. Second favorite game. Uh, We're actually reviewing The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Who's do raw? Kind of not cool when you do it, Austin. What? I can totally... (laughs) Like, if I knew, like, the actual dragon language, I could totally pull it off. Now, new challenge. Austin learns dragon language. What up? Yes. I expected, I expected like, an excited. Dragon language. Uncultured dragon swine. Language. Oh, I, I don't know. I he shouts at dragons. Is that not like speaking? Is that not its own language? Yes, it is. Therefore, Caden was I saying win. something for you interrupted. <laughs> it's fine. He can continue. No, we can't. I want to know what yeah. you want to say. I was gonna. I was just gonna jab at you, saying I thought you'd sound kind of excited. Well, why okay. would I be excited when you dangled Breath of the Wild in my face first? Oh, well, that was that. Just that was dangling a slip up. I'm in front sorry. of her face, Caden. What a it gentleman. Was a slip up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just going fishing, aren't you, Caden? Next thing you know, NBC will come knocking at your door. NBC, what? what? <laughs> you know what? At least he laughs at his own jokes. That's uh, all we can ask for. Anyways, if you'd like to come hang out with us or leave us your feedback, you can join the Creative Brain Candy Discord server. Just go to our website at badgamersanonymous.com and click the link in the top right corner. Also, we got merch now! If you'd like to get yourself some BGA gear, just go to creativebraincandy.com and click the link in the top right corner that says merch. We also sell other podcasts. Uh, Merch like uh, smoking, drinking in space, and cats podcast. Spoiler but, die. Yes, but ours is better, so definitely get ours first. And from I all of us here at back. On that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, conflict of interests. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, from from uh, from all of us here at Bad Gamers Anonymous, myself, Cat, and Austin, we're signing off. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon 
and James Geem.